on this episode of Keeping It Real. Let's get real. Happy hump day, my little crystals. It is Wednesday. It's a great morning and it's a great day to be alive. We are walking, we are talking, we are breathing. And if you're lucky enough, you have hot water. Let's dive right into it. Wednesday is all about the humping and dumping, relationships, sex, and energy. Currently, I am two months of no sex. And not that I don't want to have sex, but I feel right now for me to perform at my best, I want to have all my energy be mine and reciprocate it back to me. So I've been tapping into ways to to connect to sexual frequency, sexual energy. So I thought today I would discuss ways you can sexualize yourself without sex. Through my own personal journey, I'm learning that love really does come through within. And I really wanted to explore it deeper and figure out ways I can feel that love that another person, quote unquote, gives me, which I don't believe they ever have given us. It's actually ourselves. I think about when we masturbate. And if you think of an ex or a boyfriend or a girlfriend or a hubby or a wife or someone you're interested in, you are actually the one that's creating that bond and that feeling. You're touching yourself. You're thinking of this person. You're the one that's actually doing it all. It's never that other person. Yes, did that other person help enhance the fantasy? Absolutely. But ultimately, at the end of the day, you're the one that's giving that power away to another individual when this whole time it's within you. I'm learning and I want to share with everyone engaging in sexual activities that don't involve another person. There are a lot of easy ways that we can explore our own bodies, our own pleasures, our own desires in a solar manner. I don't know if that's even a word or solo manner, Um, self-affirmating manner. Here are some activities that you can focus on for self-pleasure and exploration. Numero uno, the first and basic one that we all know, masturbation. You got to masturbate. Masturbate, masturbate, masturbate. Solo self-pleasure can help you learn about your body, what feels good, what arouses you. This is your time to explore with yourself. I love a good masturbation time for me. I love a good toy session for myself. It gets me off and I don't have to worry about STDs. I don't have to worry about somebody else's emotions or feelings. And I don't have to worry about being used as a toy myself because I have seen through my own relationships that I have never been taken serious in a relationship. I've always been a flashy toy. I've always been, look at this little arm candy I have around my arm. They never cared about my family, never cared about my friends. They never cared about coming to my events. They cared about the sex. They cared about the money. They cared about where I was with them. And that was it. And so I am doing a hard no to all of that energy. I'm calling it all back. And I got myself a bomb ass toy that's better than any dick out there. So boys, sorry, not sorry. Go masturbate. And if you have not been to a sex shop yet, I recommend going by yourself. Go take a little travel and a little exploration trip and go look at all the dildos. Go look at the 
maybe there's like the rabbits for you ladies out there. The I got my friend in Nashville when I was living in Nashville. She was 24 or 25 at the time and she never had a vibrator. And I was like, girl, we need to go get you one. And we got her the one, I don't even know what it's called, but it was the one that was like circular and it has like a little suction cup so it can like really suck that clit. Um, when I tell you, she didn't need to get Botox for another three months because she was getting off and all that stress after working all day instead of being down and thinking that she has to get it from someone else. She's giving it to herself. She's waking up. She's feeling perky. She's feeling, I just got off. I'm ready to take on my day. Yes, go to the store and buy a toy. Another easy way that I've been exploring is erotic literature, any erotica stories, reading erotica stories or novels are really going to help stimulate your imagination and desires. I've been reading this one book and it's about this guy that is cheating on his partner and he goes to this like bathhouse. It's called bathhouse. He goes to this bathhouse and when he goes to the bathhouse, the guy like chokes him out and is like going to kill him. And he runs, he gets out of there. And now he's having like sex with his partner, but he can't stop thinking about it. So I don't want to ruin it, but it's been keeping me on the edge of my feet. When I'm reading the sex scenes, I feel like I'm literally one of the characters. And it's really helpful when I need to tap into a sexual energy. It helps me feel like I am still engaged in an activity and it doesn't have to necessarily be sex for me to feel some of the same emotions that come out of the act of sex. And it's so funny because my sisters are the one that got me into reading more erotica books. They are the queens of erotica. They have literally a book club themselves, my sisters, and they read nonstop. That's a big thing in our family. It kind of just happened this last two years, us all reading and getting nooks and really exploring different novels that are not typical. One novel, I got to write, I'll have a list in my bio below on the information. I'll have a list of all these books, but there's the series that Disney came out with that is Disney Disney erotica. So there's like literally, what's her name from Ariel? There is, who's the witch in Ariel? Ursula! My sister was reading a story about Ursula, Ariel. They have a bunch of them, so I'll put them down below. But Ursula was like doing gangbang with her eight tentacles and she was fucking all these different women and men. So kind of hot, but also... Kind of just freaky. She's a little freaky thing. But it also gets you to start fantasizing and thinking about your own sex life in a different manner. Are you being basic? Are you just a starfish? Are you a pillow princess? Because I know I am. But I do like to get down with the freaks sometimes. I like to get freaky deaky. I like to try things I've never tried before. So another way you can tap into sexual activities without having a partner involved is through fantasy exploration. Allow your imagination to run wild. What, when? What are you fantasizing about, girl? No, stop. Don't think of your cousin like that. That's incest. She's, th she's thinking about Stella. Stop it.
Fantasy exploration is going to really allow your imagination to run wild and to explore your fantasies through visualization and daydreaming. If you have 20 minutes or 15 minutes a day to just daydream and actually just start to explore and see yourself do things that you maybe never thought you would or want to try, it's going to actually start stimulating the same chemicals of serotonin as sex. Not my favorite tool to use, but there has been times where I feel when I'm like vacationing or traveling a lot and I'm on the beach and the sun's hitting me, I go into that like little day's nap and then I have that really good daydream. That's when it really hits me and I see that being a benefit. Another way is erotic art and imagery. This is something I thrive in. I have not publicly posted my art in about two years. And I actually got a message about a client wanting to sell an energy painting. And I'm not upset at all. If anything, I was more like, there's so many limited paintings right now for TE. Why would you want to sell the energy painting that has your energy in it? But to each their own. I have been doing a lot of private art. I have, I used to do it for the public. I used to paint for the public. Right now, in this phase of my life, I'm painting for me. So what does that look like? Creating and expressing erotic art. I've been painting dicks. I've been painting tits. It's something that has been uplifting my spirit and making me feel connected back to the feeling of sex, back to the feeling of sensuality. Go draw a dick. Go paint a vagina. It helps. Another great way is through sensual exploration workshops. And I have a couple of friends I have been to and clients. I personally have not been on a workshop or to a a retreat that focuses on exploration of sex. I know there's definitely webinars that focus on self-discovery, self-pleasure, and sexual empowerment. I right now am looking into taking a course myself just to strengthen my abilities to continue to love me, but as well as share those tools with my clients. So I don't have much on this topic, but workshops are really great for sexual empowerment. And Winnie agrees. She is squeezing her toy right now saying, yes, daddy, yes. The next one is the one I do the most. It's what I wake up to. It's what I perform throughout the day. And that is sensual dancing. Dance. Dance, dance, dance. Dance to seductive music. You should see me dance to nine nails. I am literally in the shower dry humping the bathtub, okay? It is so, so amazing. The feeling. The feeling of dancing and just practicing the sensual dance moves in private I feel like a badass. I feel like Nicki Minaj just swallowed Cardi B and ate Lotto and Sweetie all in one. I am literally tap, 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 tap in. And I am literally booty shaking. I am smiling and I am feeling my motherfucking self. It is the best feeling in the world. If you are not waking up and dancing, if you are not dancing on a day to day, you don't have to be great. Let me tell you, I am tone deaf. I have definitely probably problems with my rhythm. And I don't give a fuck because it makes me feel alive. It makes me feel engaged in my sexual, sacral energy. It's activated. Dance. 
Dance, 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 and don't be scared to let that freak out. And like Missy Elliott would say, get your freak on, get your freak on, get your, get your, get your, get your, get your freak on. Is that your chick? Bitch. Next up, sensory play. Experiment with different textures, temperatures, and sensations using different objects or materials. I love using a good feather. I love sticking a little ice cube up somebody's booty. I love a good silk moment. If a man or a woman has silk sheets, the chances of me sleeping with you are high, okay? Again, that's why I have my own silk sheets. Because I'm not giving my power away to nobody. I want it to go to someone that I really, really want to share my love with, really want to share my body with, really want to share my respect with, my boundaries that I want to explore and who I want to trust. That's who I want to share my body with. Not no stranger that's fucking his wife and then coming over my house to fuck me. Like, nobody, you have a wife. Stop and, like, grow up and come out already. No one gives a fuck, but it's pretty disgusting that you're fucking girls and guys. Listen, I am not one to bash on the LGBTQ, okay? You want to be bi? That's totally fine. I do believe there is such thing as bisexual, but I don't think that you can't be bi and not be yourself. If you are still doing things around people's backs, that you are not living in your truth. So guess what? If you told your wife and said, hey, I'm bisexual, I want to play with boys all day, every day, I have my, ha- my hat's off to you, I respect you. But if you're doing behind somebody's back and you're hurting somebody and not letting, not letting them know your truth to actually explore your sexual fantasies, you're actually cheating yourself and that partner. Little do you know, maybe your partner actually is a bisexual too and wants to bring a girl into the bedroom. Open up the conversation. Stop being not yourself. Stop thinking that you have to hide these things. It is healthy to talk about sex. If you are not talking about sex, you will be going into different situations where you're not protected, where you're in danger. Why put yourself in those situations when you don't need to? I remember when I was 17 and I was in love with this kid. His name was Nick. And I would say to myself, from literally age 14 all the way to 17, I was so suicidal about being gay, I was so in my head, that I would make it through this life if I were to date this kid. If I were to be with this kid, all my problems would go away. I literally, that was, that's what I thought as an adolescent. And what was the point of this story? Fuck. What's the point of this fucking story? And I was keeping it a secret. I remember the story now of what I wanted to connect the dots. I was keeping it a secret. And now as an adult, I'm having so many guys DM me that I used to play basketball with, that I played sports with, that I went to high school with, that I went to college with, that are coming out. And I feel like I did, I did them a disservice by not being myself in high school. I should have just been my gay self. I probably would have had the captain of the football team as my boyfriend, but I wasn't. I was being not me. And I'll tell you, the minute that I let lived into my truth or leaned into my truth, this weight of the suicidal thoughts left. All these low vibrations of shame and guilt left me. My whole family accepted me. My friends accepted me. No one gave a fuck. The only person that actually cared was me. 
And to this day, that's something I still struggle with. It's something that is more mental for me where I'm like, why am I this way? And I can't question it. It's just who I am. And if I have the support of everyone else around me, why am I still fearful to supporting myself? It's time to dig deep. It's time to live your truth. And it's time to love yourself. If you are struggling with your sexual identity, who you are, feel free to reach out to me. I would love to help you know that you're not alone and give you any resources or references that can help you, whether that is a therapist, a certain type of sex coach, or even just friends in your community. Please, please, please reach out. I love hearing from you guys, and I want to help anyone that's going through this struggle right now to live their truth and to be the truth. I'll share one last story, and then we'll get really back into different ways that you can engage in sexual activities that don't involve another person. I personally did not hit puberty until 16, 17. I was a late bloomer. And coming into my body, I didn't have any sexual feelings until 16, 17. So throughout middle school, I didn't grow leg hair. I had a higher pitched voice. And it got to the point where I was traumatized by everyone in my class saying I shaved my legs, that I'm a girl, that I'm gay. And I was raised in a very big sheltered bubble, so I had no idea any of these words. I even remember being told that I queef and it became a huge joke. And I had to come home and ask what that was, and my family didn't even want to tell me. And so going through this, I remember 14, 15, getting boners, and I would look at myself and be like, no girl's going to like me. And it became such a disconnect from me that I feel like I disassociated from women. I do believe I was actually born straight. And through the energy of others, people telling me who I am, who I need to be, I fed the fucking serpent. I ate that bullshit and I became it. So for myself, it's not that I wouldn't, would not not be with a man because I definitely am gay. But I feel like subconsciously there's a block against women because of how it was told to me. I felt like I was never going to be enough for a woman that here I am. (laughs) I'm now gay. So be careful with your words and allow your friends, allow the people, your neighbors to find out who they are on their own. You don't have to tell someone who they are. You don't have to tell someone how to act. They are just who they're meant to be. You either accept it or you don't. And yeah, so I don't know. I don't know. I've never had sex with a girl ever. In college, I fooled around with one girl. But I'm not against it. If anything, it's more of a complex for me. That's what I'm trying to get at. And I'm not trying to be sappy. I'm just trying to live my truth and see it for what it is. I do believe it's a complex because even during my teenage years, I did not have a father figure to teach me these things, to tell me and talk about sex. If anything, I was hearing it from my mom and her expressing to the girls, my sisters, how to protect their bodies and birth control and all of that fun stuff with the vagina, which I still don't really understand how it works. But yeah, This right here was a big piece to me 
leaning into other people's bullshit because I didn't know the truth. So at the time, this is the only information I was given and I took it and I ran with it. Now as an adult really sitting here and looking at my life and looking at my sexual experiences, why did I choose certain things and to go a certain way? And I feel it's because of the cards I was dealt and not having the information at hand. And I wish I had more information. Even in high school, we take sex education. They don't talk about these things in sex education. They talk about if you were to even come near a girl, you're going to get her pregnant and your hands are going to fall off. It's not realistic. These classes, especially these children nowadays, you're the average age for sex statistically for females right now, age 12 to 13. That's wild. Seventh and eighth graders need to have sexual education. They need to understand their body. They need to understand that there's going to be things that are going to be coming up that might be confusing, but to still explore that, you know, one thing is not off the table for me. I thought after, you know, middle school happened, what was off the table? Females. That was off the table for me. I didn't even get into my body until I was 16 and I already canceled that out. Why? Why? I would love to have babies with a woman. It's a complex now and I need to maybe now, now, now I need to try. Now I need to try. No, I don't think I can. I, I truly, I've tried plenty of times before. It, women don't get me aroused. It really is males. So anywho, let's get back to the topic. I'm off tangent, but I just wanted to share a little bit about my own experience and what I'm taking away from everything that I've been learning coming into my 30s about being gay. I want to recommend everyone a book, and it's going to be hard to maybe find. You can maybe get it on Amazon right now, but it's right now getting banned all in southern states. If you look up a book called Gender Queer, it's a memoir by Maya Kobe, and it is such a great book to read if you really want to understand how we are the way we are. Why the why are we the way we are? Even science, it goes into the chromosomes and starts to discuss the ways that we could be born. We could be born with a female ma- uh, brain and a male body. You could also be born with a male brain and a female body. There are so many different things that science is proving right now. And I would go get this book because I think it will be a big slap of reality to realize, wait a minute, we're all just sexual beings. It doesn't matter. It just is about what we desire and making sure we live our truth. Go grab a copy. Let's get back into the sexual activities that you can engage in that does not involve another person so that you can really start to explore your body and the pleasures in your own desires. Another way can just be simply exploring new pleasure zones. Doing something and exploring an area of your body that you have never explored before. Something that's new for me is I never thought I would be into cock and ball torture, which I'm definitely not. But I don't mind like a little like little slap on the ball here and there, but it's not a big slap. It's like when I'm like really horny, it's aroused, and just like the little, the little, just a little pop, gets me feeling, ooh, good. Something new. I never thought I would even be into that. And I am. Try something you never tried before with your body. You will be surprised the new sensations you start to feel. 
living proof right there. You cannot knock it until you try it. Another way is sensory deprivation. This is, I want you to tread lightly because I don't want you to think that deprivation is just you're holding your breath. It could even be as simple as a blindfold or earplugs. It's going to really heighten other senses during self-pleasure. Sometimes I love when it's super dark and I can't see anything and it feels almost as if I am floating while I'm playing with myself. Try it out. See if something new comes up for you, if a new sensation you start to feel, or maybe you just like to be able to disconnect and not see, to really feel and be in the moment with yourself. The last activity I'm going to share with you, it's the biggest practice I see amongst healers in my realm of work as far as grief, as far as Reiki, alignment, energy, is tantric practices. Tantric practices are a way to really focus on channeling and harnessing sexual energy for personal growth and empowerment. During an ECF or any meditation, getting yourself to really get uncomfortable, to push yourself to a dimension of you letting your body go to perform sex on its own is a out-of-this-world, out-of-the-body experience. It's something that can be taught. It could be practiced. But those that struggle with letting themselves go typically aren't great with change. Something I thrive in. Since I was a little kid, I went to three elementary schools. I was moving always, always going, always changing. Everything was always in the temporary which now learning as an adult was probably, even though at that time as a kid I thought it was my kryptonite, it wasn't. It's my superpower. We're constantly changing and flowing. Push yourself to let yourself go into these different dimensions, to flow with the energy around you, to be in sync with your body, to give yourself all the pleasures that you desire. Because my little crystals, no matter what, no man, no woman is going to eat you out good enough No person's going to fuck you good enough as you can yourself. That's why right now T.E. is only having sex with one person, and that's the motherfucking universe. And I'll tell you right now, you fuck with the universe, the universe is going to rock your world. I've never felt the sensations that I'm feeling before by being in my own energy and fucking with the universal law, and that's it. I am getting so much love back. It's insane. And I never, I can't even compare it to sex because the universal fuck right now is pure ecstasy. Disclaimer. Remember that engaging in these activities is a personal choice and should always be done in a way that feels comfortable, safe, and respectful of your own boundaries. Consent and self-awareness are key even when exploring your own sensual experiences and desires. Delete your dating apps. Stop it. Stop putting yourself out there like that. You don't chase, you attract. Get in one with yourself. Get in sync with your desires. Get in sync with the universe. And after you do that, I guarantee your soulmate will be right around the corner. Thank you for listening to today's message. If you liked it, please like, follow, rate. I want to hear from you cuties. Comment down below what you thought of this episode 
or anything that you want me to talk about on hump days. Are you going through a power struggle with yourself? Are there relationship problems that you are currently taking on that you don't want in your life anymore? And you're like, T.E., I need help. What are the answers? How can I shift this energy? I want to know. I want to hear from you guys. Write down below what's going on with you. If you have any questions, anything that's going on in your relationships that you want to work out, or I can give you a tidbit on things that you guys are just starting to explore. I want to hear from you and I want to just cheer you guys along the way and send you virtual hugs. Follow me at all social networks at Thomas Edward with two D's because two is better than one. And my podcast is Keith, like Grinder Keith, keeping it real. That one is my old art page. I'm going to be posting just my podcast and art. And I want to say this to all my listeners. I am right now going to be going into Patreon as well as subscribing for Spotify. My idea is this. I am going to post every week, every single day. I do my daily podcast. And after the week is over, those are going to go on lock. And then you can't have access unless you are subscribed. But you will have access every single day if you tune in and listen. It's free if you come on on the day. So... When in doubt, don't forget to crystal it out. When in doubt, don't forget to rub it out. Make it a great day. I'll talk to you all tomorrow.